0: Welcome to the M.I. the Bullcast podcast, Bullcast cast. I'm your host, Mike Caroza, also known as Mark Carbonza, the author of the M.I. the Bowlist column over at commandersherald.com. Joining me, as always, are my two co-hosts all the way in the other side of the studio that's in another city. We've got the the brewmeister himself. Ooh, the, uh, I credit him with having the best brew brain in the entire game, and I I dare you to prove me wrong. I swear to God, I dare you. You know what? Don't do it if it's mean. Don't be mean to this guy. I think he's wonderful, and he's got a great brain for Matt. Me- you know what? Just read his articles. The author of the, the, the writer of the How They Brew It Call him over at Commander's Herald. Also known as Games Freak SA, Michael Solani joins. Hello, Michael. Hello. Wow, Mike, you even sold me on myself. Yeah. I used to think I sucked. (laughs) And you don't.
1: But am I the bolus? Is that that's the real question of this this podcast radio show.
0: Radio show, we're on the radio. We're on the radio. <laughs> we are on the radio. And speaking of being on the radio, we've got our producer joining us all the way from the same studio in the other part of a different country. Just completely, we're all in the same room, but not. Morgan Sanchez joins us. Hi, Morgan. Howdy, y'all. Howdy, y'all. That's is that an indication of what part of the country we're in? Oh boy, it is. Aha.
2: We're in the Midwest. <laughs> that's
1: actually kind of accurate to be honest
0: is it really (laughs) yeah as a canadian i i'd never guessed that you got a lot of people who say like y'all okay y'all makes sense y'all is like american but it's the howdy howdy y'all together especially that's only one state that has claim to that and you know which one i'm talking about we could say it on three one two delaware
1: I like not only that you said something that was completely wrong, but also that neither of us said
0: anything at all. Yeah, well, I, I did it because I, I perfectly set up the joke. Guys, you can check out my stand-up comedy wherever you <laughs> get your comedy.
1: Bring a I'm defibrillator.
0: Having, have I? <laughs> oh, f- you. Oh, boy. Censor it, Ken. <laughs> Bring me and Solania and Kaba corn a uh, cabacorn oh god <laughs> is that midwestern gabagool
1: <laughs> you ever been to the uh, state street uh, comedy club in madison
0: madison on the state no i have not comedy no. on the state yeah cuz
1: they make they make you buy two drinks
0: yes and that's pretty standard
1: I, I think i would need them.
2: You need him? Okay. Damn. That was Jeez. that was a very bullish move there, Salani. Why am I being such a jerk I've, to you? You're because funny. you're you're the you're being mean. You are the bullish? Oh my
1: god. <laughs> Podcast's over, guys. The spoilers are already out. Yes. That's not the ones that are happening right now. I'm not even there's not even any spoilers happening, no. but I'm sure <laughs> I mean, that they will be we, by the time this releases.
0: By the time this comes out, we'll probably have Caverns of Xylon in hand. Like uh that's gonna be out already are you doing dr evil right now <laughs> no 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 Doctor am no, no. signal
2: dr who <laughs> dr
0: who i'm dr evil
2: oh that switchboard is lighting up y'all we've got a caller on the line i don't know who it no. is but they
0: won't stop let's check out this caller y'all let's do it here we go off to the caller time you're listening to am i the bowl the podcast where you wonder was i a bit of a jerk then the answer is i don't know man probably yeah you should chill a little bit it looks like we got a caller on the line caller who are you who are you calling? where are you calling from uh oh oh hey um yeah
3: i'm i'm a lo- long time listener uh first time caller uh, uh my, my name is veggie wagon coming from uh you know the Pacific Northwest. Just, just a big fan, you know.
0: Oh, I know this guy, Veggie Wagon from the Decked Out EDH gameplay series. How's it going? Hey, oh yeah, it's great. It's great. You know, it's just I
3: feel kind of nervous to <laughs> on the call and everything.
0: Uh, yeah, nervous on the call, but not nervous. The fun part about look, I'm not gonna lie to you. Decked out, you're a lot of the charisma on the show. You're a jokey boy. I like that about you. <laughs> you're a fun, you're a fun little guy. It's, it's great. You guys are always joking around. And, uh, and and your co-host sometimes she gets in the tank and she's a little focused but you're like when am I gonna riff time to riff buddy <laughs> it's a good time uh, how long you guys been doing the uh, the gameplay channel for we just hit our one year anniversary wow what that's just just like recently this is uh this is insane mm-hmm. that's awesome wow a full year and what have you learned
3: <laughs> uh <laughs> I have I have <laughs> learned that uh, that sometimes dropping everything and moving across the country uh, uh-huh. to play uh, a game with little cardboard rectangles on the internet is the right thing to do.
0: So wait, you're not you weren't even in the Pacific Northwest before you dipped out there?
3: Nope. And, and, oh in my fact, god! This is yeah. Since this this is our our one year anniversary, but I was not even. I was not even out here for like the first three months of the show. It was like meeting up at events or like taking a, right. like a week and a half
0: trip. But yeah, that's wild. So, okay. So, so I'm guessing MTG Nerd Girl was out in the Pacific Northwest and you guys were like, let's team up, let's make it happen. Or was she also like, I don't know. I'm, I'm out East. Forget about it. Let's go up the Pacific Northwest. Let's start a channel.
3: <laughs> uh, no, she was, she was already out here. And and I, I think it was sim- as simple as we were having conversation about some content thing. And I was like, ah, you know, I, I, I could probably move out there at some point. And she's like, how serious are you about that?
0: I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I love that. That's a good feeling. That's a very good feeling talking to somebody that, you know, who you respect and whose work you enjoy. And you're like, oh, you're serious? You You want this bad, too. Okay. Okay. That feels real good. yeah let's make it happen so i'm guessing the channel was the motivating factor or was it something like you were like i need to change a life pacific northwest where the game is made you know and you're like let's get back close to the hub
3: i yeah it was entire entirely the show i mean i'm not i'm not a stranger to like hearing something that sounds good and then just packing it all up and and going (laughs) but yeah there wasn't i mean all the rest of it like oh yeah the game's made out there. Oh yeah, that's you know, it's it's a cool place to be. All all very secondary to like oh, all right. Let's let's make this thing.
0: Bit of a bonus, yeah. Mm-hmm. How what's your relationship with with the game? How, when did you get to started with uh Magic the Gathering? When did you get gripped in?
3: <laughs> Onslaught block. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was it was just like I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh! I was playing Pokemon. Right. Because those, you know, they had the TV shows, and I was a kid, and that's what you did. And then I had some other friends that were like, look, we've got this game that doesn't have a TV show. And I was like, that looks stupid.
0: <laughs> and and
3: and then here we are.
0: <laughs> yeah, here we are. a, a year after starting a, a gameplay channel based <laughs> around the very game you called stupid. <laughs> uh Let's get a sense of what you like as a player. It's kind of nice to see like you guys switch it up on the on the channel. You guys aren't always playing the same kind of decks. But for you, Veggie Wagon, personally in your collection, what kind of decks are you most attracted to building? What gets your gears going?
3: I love I love a deck that presents a unique game experience for the opponents.
0: All right. Ooh, that guy—they gave me a little bit of a chill. I like that. That's very fun. What do you elaborate? If you do, you have an example of a deck that's in your arsenal right now that you that comes to mind immediately. What are you thinking?
3: I I think my best representative of that uh is the very first deck that I played uh on decked out and was already a a deck that I had been playing like on streams and things.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, the commander is Rocco Cabaretti Caterer.
0: Okay, so the tutor in the command zone.
3: Right. That can be a that can be a very, very powerful deck. Right. But my deck, and I, I say this at the beginning of the game, the rule that I will always follow is the mm-hmm. first creature I must tutor out every game is Tempting Worm.
0: Oh wow. And it's a beautiful I one of the more iconic pieces of art from my childhood, I'd say. <laughs> Like, one of the more iconic, like, oh, the first time I saw this, like, back in the day when I was, like, buying the magazines to find out what the prices were, like, do, the do like, the puzzle of, um, hey, how do you win this turn? You got all this information. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, tempting Worm was just so sick looking. For those who don't know, Tempting Worm is a 5-5 five, five worm for one and a green. Crazy stats. But <laughs> it says when Tempting Worm comes into play, Each opponent may put any number of artifact, creature, enchantment, or land cards from their hand into play that is a mess <laughs> <laughs> that's so fun so you're you're throwing rocco down as a five drop from the command zone basically You throw, you know rocco Cater is a, is a naya commander with x in its cost and when it enters a battlefield if you cast it you search your library for a creature card with that mana value x or less put it onto the battlefield uh so tempting worm being two mana you're only paying five mana for your commander and then Everybody at the table gets to basically dump their hand of, uh, well, all permanent types, but Battle and Planeswalker. I guess they they really got uh, <laughs> they had to name all the permanent types at the time. I think right. For that yeah, card.
3: yeah. No, no Errata. Uh, so no I'd...
0: patching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what? What's your kind of favorite uh, part about that kind of deck? What's what's. Uh, maybe a story that's cut co- that comes to mind of like your favorite thing that happened. Like um, how do you feel when you're playing that deck? What do you want from it?
3: I, I love the, the journey that everybody goes on uh, because it's like, okay, step one, I will tell the table. This is what mm. I'm playing and this is what it does. Sometimes people will be like, Oh, give me a second. I'm going to switch decks.
0: <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> and then, Okay, so it happens. That's so step step two. Tempting Worm hits the board, and everybody's like, "Okay, great!" I put all myself on the board, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, you 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 feel great." Every opponent feels great because they prepped for this, like they've you know they mauled for their for their for big permanence, <laughs> um,
0: and then gaming the game. <laughs>
3: step three, they realize that this is more complex than it, than it appears because suddenly three of the four players are massive threats <laughs> at the same time and that is a thing that that rarely happens in a game you you, you everybody takes turns being the threat because right. one person plays the thing that is a problem and then three players have uh, figure out what to do about it and that that uh-huh. there's that rotation but suddenly you have three you know three loaded guns all pointed at each other and one guy <laughs> in the corner like Oops, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you like a little oops moment for yourself, I guess. Yeah. So everybody else is a massive threat. How do you get out of a hole like that? What's what's the what's the end game for you? Are you just kind of like gonna make watch the world burn kind of vibe? Is that what you're going for?
3: <laughs> well, that's that's an interesting question and maybe maybe a good one for for what we discuss. Um, what the deck is now, okay, is it, it it will so it'll do the tempting worm thing. And then it attempts to bide some time because you are for sure not the focus of the other three players uh, at that moment. Okay. I'll I'll build some resources off of cards that rely on the other people having more things. So like white has a lot of like oh people have more lands and you get a, a land yeah you know the keeper of the Accord great. Mm-hmm. And then I will try to disrupt decorum, insurrection, <laughs> uh, spectacular What's showdown. That?
0: What's that new one from the Lord of the Rings set? The oh yeah, from the it. ramparts.
3: Uh, yep, that's it's, yeah, that's it's fantastic. It's got some other like copy an opponent's thing or like th- threaten uh, that kind of effect. So
0: oh, beautiful.
3: Then I can I can I get to also play with everybody's toys that they have put down for free.
0: Oh, that's pretty fun. I like that. It's very fun. I um I like the way you put it earlier, which is you want to. What, what what kind of drives your your gears is kind of like presenting the opponents with a unique play experience. That's very. I feel like this is a very um, a generous generous outlook on deck building. You know what I mean. You're you're not putting yourself as the primary joy haver. I feel like you know what I mean. Like your your focus is on outward experience and catering that to people who are going to have to well not I don't want to say deal with what's going on but to an extent yeah this kind of feels like the first thing that that came to mind when you when you tied it together is like a it's like a love language thing you know like you ever you get made a dish that you're like this is one of my favorite things I've ever eaten I hope to present this in the same way to some people is so that they can experience this kind of joy as well Oh uh, that's uh, that's a pretty sweet way of uh of uh thinking about it. I think uh it's very very oh very kind of you to build, not not show up with <laughs> Stacks pieces and and some um, I think I think uh I think what this episode's kind of uh central message would be is like create moments with your pals. That's it's the way to go. Mm-hmm. With not just your pals even like you know new new people to the pot. You know what I mean? It's just um very cool. I like the angle that you come to this with. Now, this isn't the uh the podcast where we talk about being the sweetie pie. Mm-hmm. Although uh you know, our guest is a sweetie pie, I'm a sweetie pie, we're all a bunch <laughs> of sweetie pies. But um this is a this is a podcast where we discuss a story about a time that you were maybe the villain or that you were maybe the a story about a villain in a pod with you or maybe a pet peeve in magic EDH in particular. If if you're so inclined, let's let's get into that. What do you have for us today? What's something that comes to mind when I say all of that?
3: Okay, we discussed this tempting worm deck, right? And it it, it presents a very a, a very unique experience for the table, mm-hmm. but at its inception, it did not have a game plan to win. It simply was built to do the thing and then see like and then spectate. Okay. It, it was just like, hey, let me get this out and like maybe through the rest of the game I'll I'll play some other stuff or do some you know some weird things, but this does not have a plan to win. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think that is an interesting discussion on whether that is am, am I the bolus for for perhaps breaking a cardinal rule of the game and mm-hmm. in, in not intending to win at all.
0: All right, veggie, what do you think? because I do th- I think that number one is kind of a question that is not one that I've had in the column even because you know, am I the bolus is, is a column that we, we we launched at the at the inception of Commanders Herald. It's been going for as long as the website's been around, which is a couple of years now and we've it's been a weekly column for some time now, but before that it was like bi-weekly um taking some time off etc i get a lot of submissions i've gotten a lot of submissions i've written a lot of them up some of them i just can't because we, there are some hey sometimes i just answer to the email you're a jerk uh and that's gonna have to do it uh maybe don't email me about oh god don't say it mike uh anyway uh <laughs> anyway i'll say i've never gotten the am i the bolus for not having a built-in win con as a question so i think that's really interesting and i do want to touch on that i think the like it or not commander uh, you're going to want to have uh, a win condition uh hopefully you like it because if you win that should be a good feeling but you know for the most part commander you've got a legendary creature in your command zone and so inherently you technically always have one win con as long as it is within reach of your resources, you have a win con in your command zone. You can attack. That's something that we've forgotten this day and age in Commander is that there is a combat step and you got to use it. <laughs> so there is that. That element is something that I don't feel like you can build a deck without a win condition without trying at this point. Right. There's always the, the things you put in your deck. You're always going to have something to do. And you're gonna want to have to play to win at a certain point, right? If you're if you have the creature and you're not attacking with the creature, even though you have openings, then you're not, you know, the win kind doesn't come from your deck; it comes from inside the house, you know. Yeah. Uh, so you, you gotta you gotta want to swing. So that said, I think the the tempting worm thing is kind of emblematic of a group hog deck, wouldn't you say? Like this is very much a group hog kind of vibe. It's I. Wouldn't quite put in group slug because you're just kind of benefiting from other stuff that they're doing, but not without you know giving them everything that they have. Let's see. I think uh, I I don't I don't know how to fall on this because I don't think that there isn't a win con. You have a five five for two that keeps that that can slam. You know.
3: I I okay. I guess I can't say that it doesn't have a win con,
0: or or I can't say yeah. that it
3: it cannot win. Right. But it was specifically designed to i guess not try is not it isn't the right way to put it but like right this deck did not have a plan after after doing the
0: thing right so doing the thing is a front end
3: right entirely focused on oh let me do this wild and crazy thing but then i have no intention of 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 winning this game right after doing so like sure i could i could if the if the stars aligned, hit you eight times with this Seven worm. Seven times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it, it didn't have like those those goad effects. It didn't have any any reasonable way to to try and win.
0: I see. So you were just kind of like, and ramp, 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 tempting worm, and that's the game, folks. Now I'm gonna try to get it back in my hand so I can do it again. Like, exactly. Uh, it's
3: like let okay. me just yeah. And and I'm just here to I'm just here to watch you to see what you do to win the game, right? Because I've I don't have that intention,
0: right? I guess I guess in this case, like you you've since added the win cons. You've since added ways to kind of take advantage, kind of like do the the use your moment their momentum against them kind of thing. Like a, maybe you've got a deflecting swap plan or a brash taunter plan for the creatures coming in. Uh, I feel like that, that should be, you know, part of the package as far as, you know, the, the, as the game progresses now. But are you the bolus for not building with a specific win con in mind, considering that you're so when you built this deck where you kind of like I'm building this deck to lose like you're just like I'm building this deck to see some cool stuff happen and I'm going to lose. Is that kind of how you were thinking about it?
3: 100%.
0: Okay, so why is that a problem? You know what I mean? like I'm not, uh, not not for anything. You're playing against four people. everybody's goal is to have a good time, play something fun, have something new happen, and to win. i I, I you know for the, a lot of people, winning is a big part of it. So if you're basically saying that their win percentage is just jumping by a, a decent amount, <laughs> just by virtue of you playing this deck and saying, "Hey, I'm gonna do something silly and fun." And I hope you like it, but I'm not gonna win. When it comes to building a deck, when you're just like, I want this cool thing to happen, and I want to kind of give it to the table, and then you're, for the rest of the game, I'm I'm not I'm assuming you're not twiddling your thumbs. I'm assuming you're trying to do some other stuff that you're trying to like, you know, maybe get the tempting worm out again. Right. <laughs> anyway, I, I I I couldn't tell I couldn't call you a villain here for this, but mostly also because Rocco's in the command zone. <laughs> uh it's a tutor in the command zone you can go get whatever you need and if that's another creature to slam with that's what you got you got to slam and that's a win con you just got a slam veggie we've gone for a lot of time it's been fun talking to you I, it's just uh it's so easy to lose track of time when you're talking about a thing that you enjoy so much before letting you go uh caller <laughs> before letting you go get off the line here Tell us where we could find you. What you'd like us to check out, and uh, if you've got any events coming up soon that you want to plug.
3: Yeah, you can always find me uh, on Decked Out on YouTube, co-hosting with MTG Nerd Girl. Uh, you can find me at Veggie Wagon on most internet social media holes. <laughs> and yeah, if you if you end up looking me up on there, I do uh, a lot of like MTG comedy style stuff yep i will be at every event ever that is coming up <laughs> uh you you can see me at command fest orlando at uh mtg summit at magicon vegas DreamHack atlanta uh oh my god i yeah that's busy that's, year that's how that's the uh that's the life now so go to all of those uh with, with me and I, I guess my last plug is is a, a slightly cooler take that you won't now get to respond to because we're out of time. Um, <laughs> Darkside, Do- uh, I'm I won't tell you not to play it, but I think you will have a you will have more interesting games and your entire table will have a much better time. Just tell people if it is in your deck at the beginning of the game.
0: Okay, well there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us, Veggie Wagon. Uh, We're going to cut back to Michael Solani in Solani's Corner for a little uh, surprise, because I don't know what he's going to talk about yet. Wowie! what a chat. Thank you so much for calling in, Veggie Wagon. Please, everybody, check out. EDH Gameplay Channel decked out, hosted by Veggie Wagon and his co-host MTG Nerd Girl. Fantastic channel. Uh, They do a lot of really fun stuff. They had the Doctor Who decks early, and they played with Gavin Verhey and Airball. Uh, It was a great game. A lot of stuff happened. Veggie had a crazy turn. I don't want to spoil too much, Uh, but you guys should definitely check out the video. And I really appreciate their little uh, confessional cam moments where they talk directly to the camera because it does feel like I'm hearing a little secret from a friend. So please watch Decked Out EDH Gameplay Channel with Veggie Wagon and MTG Nerd Girl.
1: Man, I just can't get past the name. Every time I hear Veggie Wagon, I think of that cabbage merchant from Avatar, the one that Aang always barrels into him. And he's like, my cabbages.
0: Oh, okay. I did not realize which avatar you were talking about until you mentioned Aang. It's the one with blue people. The <laughs> Oh, wait. Is it Hold on a second. Now I'm confused again. The good one. I've never seen Could would you believe I've never seen the avatar, the blue people one, the James Cameron uh Triumph of Cinema? I
1: can't believe I'm on a podcast with you. Haven't even seen <laughs> Avatar. It's I like saying care. you haven't even seen The
0: Godfather. Oh, I've seen The Godfather, but that was first grade. You know, they made us watch it. I'm still not over the popcorn thing we said before. <laughs> so. so weird. Before we uh, yeah, a little bit of gobba corn. Come on, they're telling you're telling me that nobody out there is going to latch on to that. I'm going to be signing cobs of corn whenever we go to someplace. Wow, how audacious of me to assume that I'm going to be signing anything. My name is Mike (laughs) Caroza. Mike Caroza, lend me your ears. (laughs) I hate it. I hate it. I'm laughing, but it's to mask the rage. Let's 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 sum this up for us, Morgan. Hit us with the question, What what is Veggie Wagon really asking?
2: Well, he's not just asking for a Cobb Gorn, but he's also asking, <laughs> am I the Bolus for not having a win con?
0: Not having a win con. I think I laid it out pretty good in the call earlier where uh, I just said, you know, if you have a creature in the command zone, that's your bare minimum win con as long as you're slamming. Like, you know what I mean? As long as you're playing your commander and attacking with it, and getting th- like that's a win con.
2: But how fun is it to just not play cards on your turn, and pass the turn, and then play all your cards on your opponent's turn, and never go to combat? That's a
1: separate bullish conversation. <laughs> in which case, you absolutely are.
0: Wait, you can't wait, play wait. blue. Blue is illegal. Blue is illegal. Uh, that's the official stance of the podcast. Blue is illegal. Green's too good. White is better than anybody thinks. And red is just going through a change. But black has always been and will always be the best. Am I the bolus for not having a win con? Um, I'm not going to weigh in on it just yet because we have to explain the voting system. Morgan, why don't don't you tell our, our esteemed listeners, folks who might be driving in their cars on their way to something or just doing some chores or... They have all the lights turned off and they're lying down on the floor with headphones in and they're just listening to us as if we're in some sort of sensory deprivation tank. And they're so in on this conversation. For
1: all of those people, we are just going to put in the sound of a car horn honking.
0: <laughs> no, we're not. Can I, I? Please don't. I forbid it. Put, But put some something silly like a couple chickens or whatever. Um, like, oh, chickens and cars! Oh, give the chickens cars! Okay, I'm back on board with the horse. Um, <laughs> Morgan, tell everybody how we vote.
2: We've been getting a lot of voicemails from you guys from our last episode asking, is there a simpler way to explain the voting system? And not only that, but we've gotten a couple calls from some mathematicians at Harvard wondering, is there a way to talk about this? We can put it in the news, put some ads on it, and get some, get some cash from this. And so... Caroza and I had a little bit of a chit chat before Solani came on here, so I'm not even entirely mm. sure if he's able to get it, but that's gonna be our floor. So yep. our voting system starts thusly. It's very
0: complicated.
2: My vote for the bolus counts for a singular point. That's right. Solani's vote counts for a singular point.
0: Correct as well.
2: Carrozza's vote counts for three points.
0: Okay. See how complicated that is. Like we'll repeat it just so you know. Morgan, how, how many votes does your vote count for? Ooh, uh hang on. Uh it's like it's like basketball, right?
2: The one. The one. vote. Just, just the one. Okay. Hang on, just give me a second.
0: I think it's the just one. Just the one. Okay. It is the one. Michael, your vote for counts for how many? One, I think. Very good. And my vote counts for three. So we'll be breaking down this question and going to a vote. Morgan, how do you feel about Veggie Wagon not having a wincon?
2: Well, I'm already set on his side because I love Tempting Worm. I I know you guys were talking about how you came into the Onslaught block and Odyssey block. I'm a threshold girl. I played Psychotog. I did the whole bit. It was awful because I was like 11 at the time, but. <laughs> I think not having a win con, there's a bit of nuance there. If you're playing Tempting Worm to just kind of see what happens when everybody throws out all their artifacts and enchantments and creatures, I think that's fun. I think that's fun because, Mm -hmm. you know, you're tossing stuff out, you're attacking with stuff, you're turning shit sideways, hopefully. So I'm going to have to say that Veggie's not the bolus in this one because I think Tempting Worm is fun, but
0: I'm biased. But is Tempting Worm a win con? Absolutely.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: It's a 5-5. Five, five. Thank you, it's Morgan. It's a 5-5 five,
2: five for two for... It's all upside.
0: Tempting Worm, all, all upside. Um, tempting Worm, notably, no downside to it. All win. Michael Solani.
2: <laughs> what do you think of this
1: question? Look, if, <laughs> if not having a win con in your deck is a sin now, I'm going straight to hell. And, like, the <laughs> bottom tier of it, too, you know? Like... I play decks that don't do anything except transform auras from creatures into equipment, but they're still auras so that you can have an aura that's an equipment on your creature. That doesn't win games.
2: It's still not as complex as our voting system. Still, by the way.
0: Yeah, that's also very. There's like
2: five layers stuff.
0: involved. Right. And that's what gives you life. But it. it does it mean that you don't have a win con when you do something like that? I think that some t- not having
1: a win con is tantamount to just not drawing your win con, right? It's just you're not right. going to draw your win con 100% of the time. You just need to let your opponents know that, hey, you're going to be actually playing a three-person game. Mm. And I'm here to just vibes be a malevolent little pixie sprite that makes things <laughs> happen. Oh, Michael Salani, you have a malevolent little pixie sprite. Please do not draw fan art.
0: (laughs) No fan out alert. Why did I say it? I said no fan out alert. Okay, well. Now who's from the Midwest? (laughs) I'm Canadian. The Midwestern accent is basically Canadian. Oh, but I worked so hard to not have much of an accent. Oh, I worked so hard. Now it's my turn to talk about it. You already heard me talking about it. I talked about it with Veggie and I said, no way, buddy. You're bringing an experience to the table. You're prepping everybody for what it's what's going to happen. You're like, hey, check this out. We're going to do this fun thing that I am excited to just see what kind of chaos I can bring to the table or supercharge your decks and take it from there. You know, I think that's so cool and so fun. Is it a deck that I hope he brings out every time we play? Absolutely not. <laughs> Is it a deck that I hope to see every night that we get together and play? I don't know. May, maybe. I think it can lead to a lot of interesting scenarios and situations. And as mentioned, the story is so important. It's so important. Build those memories and serve them up. So veggie wagon, that's five to zero, <laughs> not the bolus three votes, five to zero, not the bolus.
1: We got to have like a, a, a phrase or some sort of way to commemorate people who go either five and O or O and five. Uh,
0: Uh, How about not the bolus and the bolus or extra or with extra sauce? Sure. With extra sauce, you are not the bolus. (laughs) Okay, good. Extra saucy and not the bolus. We're Look, we're still getting to know our own podcast here. Maybe we'll come up with, hey, if you have any ideas that you want to call it, go ahead and tell me. But I'm not doing the curse word ones. I'm not swearing on my own podcast. Okay. That was just for fun. Oh, we're going to get a bleep on that. Love it. It's time to move over to Mike Michael Solani's segment. Michael, what do you got for us today? What do you want to talk about?
1: Guys, I am just, like, drowning in cardboard. Like, I've got just Ooh. so much cardboard. Because, of course, I have a lot of money and I use that to purchase cards. No. <laughs> but, like, I have just all this, all this trash cardboard. It's just 50 million ops, you know, things that you get from just playing drafts. And it's your last pick, pack three. Mm-hmm. It's uh you know you get one of those useless discard spells that no one likes and I have to ask you the question how mm-hmm. do you sort all this stuff like even like what I do is I sort it by set by okay. collector's number okay but I uh I I opened a box of like Avison restored a couple uh-huh. months back it is impossible to see the numbers on those things especially on the red cards it's just ridiculous so uh-huh I want to know how you guys sort it and if it's working for you.
0: Ooh, I keep it simple, baby. Give me the color, give me the mana cost, and give me the alphabetical. That's it. That's what we're working with. Oh, look at this. It's a one-mana artifact with red in its color identity and an activated ability. That goes to the front of the red pile. Oh, it's a it's a goblin that costs one red mana. That goes behind that artifact creature. Is it a um, a card that costs two and red red? Well, that's in the four slot on the red side. You know what I mean? But you know, Madcap comes before Zada, so that's that's how I do it. I I keep it in the colors. I keep it alphabetical and the uh, mana cost. That's how I do it. Morgan, what's your approach? What do you do for it?
2: I'm I'm lucky if they make it to colors. I don't put, do any of the math or the alphabet or any of that other kind of nonsense that y'all do. I get a couple extra <laughs> sleeves in between the ones that I like, the ones that I really like. I just bought, actually, a Foil Torment Cabal Coffers and a Yo. Foil 7th Edition Necrologia from Dana Roach. So those oh. super special cards go I into the my binder. Eye on that one. Yeah?
0: Ooh. Were you uh, my... Yeah, both those cards. You were my fighter? I wasn't the competing bidder because I didn't put it in, but Dang. I was absolutely looking at that Foil Necrologia because I just bought a stack of them. Because my LGS hasn't had necrologia in the LGS for a while. Well. And finally they got them. What a time. Can't believe that happened.
2: Speaking of or, of organizing cards, I have another one somewhere. Okay. In a stack of other black cards that somehow made it into color-centric organized another bits. Another foil necrologia? It's somewhere. And when I find oh it. my God. I will send it directly to you. Postage paid.
0: By me. I'm not taking no gift without me paying the, the postage that's just how we do it up here y'all you can y'all send me howdy. a cob of corn
2: <laughs> and i'll forward it to solani and everybody will be happy
0: just send me a cob of corn <laughs> what a what a note to end the episode on folks uh that is uh <laughs> that is another episode <laughs> in the can of am i the bowl cast in the and don't say it don't say it I'm i sorry. swear to god i'm so sorry in the can i know what you're about i know what you're thinking we've been talking about corn Michael, and, where and where guys you want... <laughs> guys, if
1: we need another producer, so be sure to uh, send in your application. <laughs> Why have I been roasting my co-hosts this entire episode? Somebody's uh, gotta do better it. Better
0: be nicer next week. Michael, where can people find you and where would you like them to follow you on socials and such? You can find
1: all of my information at GamesFreakSA. Freak SA, That's the, the letters SA, not the word. Gamesfreaksa info so go ahead and check out my socials there as well as all the projects i do
0: perfect morgan where would you like people to check you out and look at your your socials and follow you and all that stuff i
2: am perpetually on twitter at indigo gentleman talking about cars and things that annoy me
0: all right that sounds like what twitter's for as far as myself You can check out my link tree. That's L-A-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Mike Carrozza. M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A. And that's where you can find my Twitter account, my Instagram account. It's at Mike Carrozza. You can check out my comedy album, Cherubic. You can check out my next album when that happens. But most of all, you can check out my column at CommandressHerald.com called Am I the Bolas, where you'll also be able to read Michael's column, which he did, didn't say, he didn't mention uh, how they brew it. One of uh, one of the mm, mm, chef kisses of a, of a column, I'll tell you what. And follow us at Am I the Bowlcast. Am I the Bowlcast is our Twitter account where I have it on my phone and I'm desperately waiting for somebody else to take it over instead. But for now, if you follow us, I'll know it. So please do that and uh, keep up with us and our new episodes. Subscribe to us on wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to leave a review, leave a five-star one. If you wanted to leave a review to be mean about it, send me a personal message. Send it to me directly. I'll read it. It'll hurt more because it comes directly to my inbox and you'll have achieved everything you wanted. So how about you do that instead of leaving something that might hurt the rest of us or, you know, the podcast itself you know think about that think about it that does it for the episode i literally have not spoken to anybody else today by the way i just i i went through the whole day i spoke to you guys and then veggie and then you guys again and now i'm going to bed so thank you so much for listening everybody good night